0: Welcome to Holy Shenanigans. I'm your muse, Tara Lamont Eastman, a poet, a pastor, and podcaster. This week's podcast is part three of a series titled Come to the Water. And this week, I will finally share the whole song that inspired this and this on the road journey with you. This week, I remember the encouragement of theologian friend and mentor Phyllis Tickle and how she offered me a space of oasis and encouragement that helped me to keep keeping on in my own spiritual journey, no matter what the naysayers said. This week's gospel is about Jesus teaching the disciples how to pray what we know as the Lord's prayer, as well as a parable that teaches about the creator's desire to give good gifts to creation. If you want to know all the details about this text, go to Luke 11 verses 1 through 13 and give it a read. This section of scripture teaches the disciples and us to pray with boldness and to ask for what we need. This text has also been misinterpreted to mean ask God for whatever you want, a Cadillac, a million dollars, ask and you will receive. However, this interpretation forgets an important context. Jesus tells the disciples to ask for anything of the Creator God, but to ask it in Jesus the Christ, the word that was with God in the beginning's name. This ask is not a willy-nilly wish list. The ask in prayer that Jesus is teaching is one that is centered on the communal nature of the Trinity. And so our prayers, our asks, are to be bold, yes, And they are to be asks that are centered into the needs of that community, the needs of the whole. This changes the perspective on prayer, doesn't it? It's not just an ask for what I want or what is best for only me, but what is best for God's community, for the whole community. A community not based on hierarchy or independence, but one of interdependence. And dancing together. All of which brings me to a holy shenanigans story about Phyllis T. Because this is where she came into my life. It was around 2006, as she had just finished up work on her new book, The Great Emergence. Through some crazy circumstances of holy shenanigans and networking through the networks of forward thinking church leaders and the emerging church movement, I got connected with Phyllis, and I asked her if she'd be willing to come to my little church and community to teach from her new book that was about to be released. It was a big ask, but Phyllis said yes. She came to my little church in southwestern New York. She taught us for two days on a preliminary book tour. I had the gift of picking her up at the airport and driving her to the hotel being her personal Uber for a few days while she was in town, and then driving her back to the airport at the end of the event. I soaked up every conversation with her with great thirst. I listened as she taught about the 500-year cycle of change in the church and how every 500 years, the church as we know it goes through a season of theological weeding, sorting and tossing to the curb what no longer serves, The mission of the church. To learn more about this, I suggest you pick up the book, The Great Emergence by Phyllis Stickle. In that theological whirlwind of those few days with Phyllis, I was inspired by her to become more tenacious in developing my own spiritual and theological voice. In the years that followed, Phyllis stayed in contact with me and encouraged me to go to seminary and keep going even when facing many roadblocks. Just as Jesus taught the disciples to pray with boldness through the lens that God is community and that we are community, Phyllis taught me to be bold in my prayers, in my theological ideas, and journey to become an ordained pastor. This journey and this process are based on the same concept, that God is community, And I am part of God's community that I'm called to care for, to nurture and boldly call God's community into a ministry of mercy, grace, and love for all people. Without Phyllis T., I don't think that you would be hearing this podcast today. Without her call to me to keep going, even when facing rejection and criticism, I think my theological voice never would have even started or would have been silenced. Thankfully, because of Phyllis, my voice is here. It's here to call for change in the church, to live out the prayer that Jesus taught us, to be and to keep being community of mercy, grace, and love for all people. Because God, God is community. In Phyllis's last book, Hungry Spring, an Ordinary Song, is the poem Wisdom. Wisdom Everyone assumes that the work of August Are the work of springtime's buds Aging into blooms But the fading rose in her dying nose It is the joy of ceasing That distills perfume And so with the wisdom of Phyllis's words and her tenacious encouragement is my song, Come to the Water. Over the past few weeks, I've shared portions of its lyrics and music in this On the Road segment of Holy Shenanigans podcast. This song was written somewhere in that season where Phyllis took me under her wing and called me to boldly use my voice even when, and especially when, some people wanted me to be silent. My voice is not Phyllis's. Her prophetic ministry is one that I miss greatly. She lived from 1934 to 2015. She is the author of nearly 40 books. And so this song is for Phyllis T. It is also for me. And it is for you. You who are looking for an oasis to fill your spirit and embolden your voice with tenacity. Remember that God is community and you are part of God's community too. I am your Holy Shenanigans muse, Tara Lamont Eastman. Thank you for joining me this week for Holy Shenanigans that surprise, encourage, redirect, and turn life upside down, all in the name of love. This is an unpredictable spiritual adventure that is always sacred, but never stuffy. You can help support Holy Shenanigans podcast by visiting us at buymeacoffee.com, Tara L. Eastman. To learn more about Phyllis's beautiful and prophetic work, go
1: to phyllistickle.com.